This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. After a serious car accident, people have two questions. Why me and what now? Well, no one knows why you, but I'm Terry Crouppen, and my law firm, Brown & Crouppen, sure can help with the what now. Car repairs, medical bills, lost wages, pain and suffering. We're Brown & Crouppen, and we've got all those answers. All you have to do is call. 222-2222. Moist is a freshly baby. It's the Brown & Crouppen Morning After. KPNTFM HD2. Collinsville, St. Louis. Does hold you close when you're close. I'm looking. Looks like the skeleton. About 11. Uh oh, what's going on with the skeleton? Fast Tony morning grind. Oh wow. That was one of the greatest segments of all time. Yeah. Martin Kilcoin, for real, would go Daniel Day Lewis before doing the Ask Tony segments. It would just be me and the cat and Martin in the, in the studio. And, you know, it'll be slap and tickle during commercial breaks, just like it is here low 20 years later. Uh, but when he would do that segment, it's like he needed to channel Tony LaRusa. And so <laughs> nobody would really talk during those commercial breaks. The cat and I knew we just needed to sit there and let him get in there, and he'd start to do the, the breathing and the nodding. <laughs> The first time I heard it, I thought it might really be Tony LaRusso. I wasn't sure. It was so good. He sounded exactly like him and said the same things. Talking about my gay ego. I thought it might be him. And I thought he would never be on this show. What do you exactly know? Right. See, Martin's always, and I've worked with him, got the pleasure of seeing a lot of email back and forth with him and management as well. Which is always fun. But, Doug, it's known as the Easter Sunday email exchange. Man, that was one of the best. And they worked together for like two days at that point. But Martin is always so on. Like, whether he's on air, whether you're talking to him before the show, during a break, like, he's one guy that. It doesn't matter what's going on. He got the best line for the best moment, mm -hmm. and he'll get you. Yeah, he's a killer. He is an absolute mm -hmm. killer. He is an absolute killer. Uh, welcome back to the program. I deep-teased this. Uh, Iggy is not available. What is he doing right now? Do you know? Uh, he's right possibly back. Possibly relaxing. There he is. Oh, yeah. I wanted to wait for the. I wanted uh, to wait for to read the story until. Uh, the elevator got stuck. It didn't get stuck. <laughs> It did not. You were trapped in the one floor. It was down on L and it wouldn't come up. We have stairs. Well, I ain't going to do that. No. <laughs> Why would you? If you're late for a radio show, you wouldn't well, I don't walk know. up one flight of steps. I don't know what's late. I don't know how long our breaks are anymore. That elevator terrified the hell out of me, bro. I'd prefer to take the stairs. Do you? I uh, deep teased this. This is a show that I really look forward to, even though I... College football season, I love college football season. I don't necessarily like the time of the year because I then start to think about how we'll be indoors for a number of months for the most part. But I love college football, and I love college football game day on ESPN, 8 o'clock, little tradition, me and my boys watching the opening. Uh, who was on the opening song this year? It used to be Big and Rich. They kind of passed the baton. Was it Darius Rucker and Laney Wilson? And I feel like there was a third person. And Opening I can't song think. of what now? ESPN's College Game Day. Oh, I don't know. Coming to Your City by Big and Rich. Yeah. I th Oh, I don't know. Okay. Well, either way, I watch the show every week is my point. And I didn't realize this was going on. Did anybody know that Pat McAfee was getting the major pushback and death threats he had been getting? Anybody aware of that? Oh, the yeah. Georgia fans? Are you aware of that? They hate him on game day. I don't Why know would what. he be getting death threats? I, I don't know about the death threat, but I know there's a lot of people love David Pollock, and I think that's who he replaced. He and did. So there's and, a okay, so that's a Georgia, and he was, a, he was a bulldog. Yeah, there's a contingent of people, especially in the SEC, 
especially in Georgia, do not like. I did not know that. Pat McAfee. Well, I love McAfee on that show, though. I think he adds a lot to it. I didn't. I I I pushed back at first. I didn't because I, I like the old school aspect and feel of college game day, but. He does bring some energy and pizzazz to it that was not yeah. there before. So, so th- this is what he uh, he said because uh, he was thinking about not coming back. I pride myself on being a good locker room guy, good vibes guy, good energy guy, which is why it's becoming something where it's like every single Saturday do I want to read because I'm on the Internet a lot. We're an Internet show, so I'm on there, and people are like, don't read your comments. It's like I have to. It's part of my job. It's like these college fans are awesome. They're phenomenal. They're incredibly passionate. Man, that negativity. Normally when I'm dropped into a new show like the WWE, that negativity is like three months. They hate my life. They hate my. They hate everything about me. And then they're like, you know what? This guy's not that bad. How about this? I'm back. I don't love it. I don't love that my life is just going to continue to have people telling me to run into oncoming traffic and swallow a barrel. But I'm back. So Kirk Herbstreet was on his show, and he said... Uh, if you would have left, I would have followed you out the door. Uh, I'm just going to say this right now. If you dare even think of leaving College Game Day, I'm leaving with you. I am. I am. I'm dead serious. Uh, and McAfee, or Herbst, or McAfee said, don't you put that on me, Herbstreet. Don't you put that on me. And then Herbstreet said, this son of a bitch is the one saying he's leaving. I'm just saying, I'm not kissing your ass. I'm not just telling you that. And I told you this a lot, that you've changed my experience. I work really hard with these three projects I'm on. I'm on game day, the Thursday night game with Al, as in Al Michaels, and Saturday with Chris Fowler. You've really changed this approach, the energy, not just on the set, but like the week. I'm having a blast. It's like being on a team where you get good energy. So McAfee was considering not coming back because of all the negativity, and then Herb Street was thinking about following them out the door, but now they will both be returning for the 2024 season. Oh, good. I don't believe any of that. Oh. <laughs> what, the death threats? No I, believe, I, no, I believe all that, and I believe Herb Street really enjoys working with them. But I'm guessing McAfee said, look, I'm going to drag this on. I am coming back. So then Herb Street said, I'll go one further. I'll say, I'm not coming back if you don't come back. I think he knew he was coming back. That's why he said, I don't believe Herb Street would leave that show if McAfee didn't come back after one year. I am, I sit there, because Herb Street isn't just on Thursday that. night, Saturday mornings, and then flying to wherever afterwards, and then calling a game. They also use him on the college football analysis, and he's probably doing that from a home studio. I'd be shocked if he isn't. Um But, I mean, God, in between August and the end of college football, that guy is working. Now, he gets a lot of time off, and I'm sure he's making, you know. I think. I would think he's got to be making. Don't you think he's making $10 million plus? Probably. For all three projects? When you include everything? He should. I would say he does. 15. I mean, God. I don't know. Now you're getting in the. Not HD2 money. Yeah, you're getting in the HD2 money. Not HD2 money. can't, because that's kind of like the barrier. And if he is, then I need to renegotiate because. Once you get on HD2, you're kind of... Well, that's why him and McAfee... This is the zenith. Zenith. But but what about Kirk Herbstreit's legacy? I think he's wonderful. He doesn't look like he's aged a day. I don't know if he has any haters. He's probably 55-ish. I mean, he was quarterback in Ohio State. He was quarterback in Ohio State in the early 90s. He looks more like 35. That's what I'm saying. He has another 20 years. Oh, I was going to do... My bad. That's insane. Like, I love him, and yeah, I, I love that he, that. like, he has nobody that hates him. He just posted a video of adopting a new dog, and he got Ben, who he travels with. Oh, he's with. got a lot of hatred. That's why he moved from really? Columbus. Really? Oh, I'm so shocked by that. He's but it's, it's a, college football. I mean, yeah. it, that's kind of part of the deal. And I think it, once you're in it, you'd understand that, you know, who is beloved by all college football fans? That's true, It's yeah. just, It's just part of the deal, especially with Maybe nobody football. since Keith Jackson. Oh. oh, I mean, I know Notre Dame fans hated Keith Jackson. Oh, they did? Yeah. Huh. So, what you? about Musburger? With <laughs> yeah. I enjoyed I the hell out of Musburger. How about Dick Enberg? Ooh. Yeah, how could you hate Dick Enberg? How could Enberg? you hate any of these guys? Man, the tail end of Musburger could have been some of the best listening. Yeah. Of it. He made that Florida State girl no, it was Alabama. most popular ever. Wasn't it? I thought it was the Florida yeah, State girls Mac- in front of the... Quarterback. Cameron Webb, McCarron, Battlehawks. I you. thought he pointed out those three Florida State girls in the crowd, too, and one of them became really popular. He oh, may yeah, be. Yeah. He'd done he it a couple have. times, yeah. and Herb Street was in the booth. I but think, just saying time. what everyone else is thinking. That's why they show the girls. Is he not supposed to say anything about it? Harry Carey certainly did. Yeah. 
That's I agree with Plowsy. I love Kirk Herbstreet. I love watching I, him because I think he's authentic. He doesn't try to make stuff up to get clicks. Who's just, really offended by saying, "Boy, there's a beautiful girl in the stand." Who who gets offended by that? Who who listens to that and says, "Oh my God!" And my guess is, was she, she was shouldn't be offended by that, right? Oh, I'm sure she was thrilled. Was that made girl a career, made a, stunning. Yeah. And she knows that. Uh, guys, there was a 30 for 30 on the 97 Heisman race on Saturday. I have that saved. I've got to watch it. That showed some old game day clips, and Herbie looks the same. That's from Alan Dadeville, the lone UGA fan who enjoys McAfee. So I guess it's a, a UGA thing with David Pollock. I mean, David Pollock was fine. There just wasn't a whole lot there. I'd, I mean, McAfee, I'm not, I'm not anti-McAfee. I just don't really, you know, it's, it's kind of, to me, gimmicky, but whatever. Got a lot of energy. I, well, I think right. they needed the energy with, you know, Corso is kind of on his last leg of doing the show. <laughs> I, I'm surprised he came back. My my whole thing is I thought David Pollock was my favorite. Um, oh, is that right? Really? I, I I thought they had a good rapport. I think Desmond Howard is now like the most hated one because certainly with the Michigan. Desmond it, Howard touchdown Michigan. The, Hello Heisman. He he's very petty when it comes to the Michigan scandal. I think it just recently happened to where he's kind of like throwing it under the bus, lapping it off, yeah. where it's you know a little more serious than what he's putting on to the public. So I think that irked a lot of people. Is Pollock not on there at all? Yeah, he doesn't do. I don't know what he does anymore. But he was so. No, he's not good. on. Yeah, he's out of yeah. ESPN. So he was couple, one of the layoffs. They have a couple guys I'm not familiar with that come in, do their own little segment on College Game Day. I uh, forgot their names. McAfee kind of reminds McGee, me. Right? Mm-hmm. Marty, and there's somebody else, too, that, like, I don't know if he does picks oh, or I energy like or uh, injuries. Marty Smith? Get Ryan Marty D, Smith Marty used Smith. to be NASCAR. That dude right. worked his way up from being a NASCAR sideline reporter doing what he does. Respect that. McAfee reminds me of somebody from the WWE that they got to sit That's down That's right. He's a WWE player. guy. Yeah. Not but surprising. I, I, Over the top, wild personality. I think at the beginning of College Game Day, why people didn't like it was it kind of felt like they were forcing, and maybe ESPN had him do this, was kind of pushing his show and his style from his show to College Game Day. You know, instead of separating the two, they're trying to kind of bring the two together, and I think people were kind of irked by that. I would think it'd be hard after doing his podcast to do, go do ESPN where I, I would cuss because he did cuss a lot on his podcast, and then go, I mean, I, when me and Plaza are doing Pepper and Genie, there were days the next day after a couple of weeks of doing that, I was holding myself from saying the S-bomb or something. Well, stop cussing. <laughs> <laughs> How, hard hard to do. How hard is that to have just a little bit of discipline? Well, I cuss. So. But I don't know if you saw McAfee during the SEC championship. It, it went viral. I'm sure you guys have seen it to where, like, he, you know, they're doing the picks, Georgia, Alabama, and he toys with the Georgia fans and sing the Bulldog anthem, and at the end he goes, I'm going Alabama. Yeah, at the that, SEC that was one of the best, most entertaining things in television in a while for me. And I'm, like, I know that's hyperbole, but that is, that moves the needle. That's funny as hell. It gets people going. It, you got one side that absolutely hates you now, and you got the other side that absolutely loves you. I think that's college football in a nutshell. I like Lee Corso putting on the mascot head. I still like that. I cannot believe he still does it. I still, I don't still, you like it? I love it, Doug. It's like I said. I've been watching this show since I was nine years old. Yeah. Every Saturday, I will wake up, make myself a cup of Joe, and sit there and watch it. I cannot get enough of it. And I love him. I mean, I love the head, but it's getting stale because as every now, every time he talks, he says, "Not so fast, my friend." Everyone is not so fast, my friend. It used to be the end. He would do that before he put the head on. Now it's everybody. I'm taking Pittsburgh. Not so fast, my friend. I think I'm going to go with George. Not so fast, my friend. Yeah, he must have said it 30 times a show. Huh. All right. So you need some energy in there like McAfee. Yeah. But you got to talk. Fowler is the GOAT to that show. He yeah, is the glue to that. Well, he's not on anymore. Or who? Who? Is Reese Davis? Reese Davis. Davis. Sorry, yeah. not Fowler. Reese Davis. My apologies. To get them to Reese Davis is Fowler does super a lot good. of the biggest college games. Yeah. Yeah. Play by but play. Fowler was the guy initially, right? And I then Reese Davis so. replaced yeah. him. Because he's calling games now, and mm-hmm. he does them with Herb Street. Reese Davis loves him from Eli Drinkwitz too. Drinkwitz. Can we so just awesome. add the A? Can we just have him after they win a natty next year? Could you just add the A to Matt it? Rocchio claims that they had Desiree Reed Francois on the opening drive last week, and she repeatedly said Drinkwitz. Thank you, Iggy. Oh, this could be why? one of your greatest wins of your career. 
I said I've I've heard guys. We need come to get in their game. we need to get Patrick Cantlay on and then wrap it all up. <laughs> and then Bailey's. Yeah. <laughs> well, you started that. Huh? <laughs> I bet they changed their name for a couple hundred. You, you only get another year of saying it. It's going away. Well, I've heard announcers, you know, color analysts doing their game say Drinkowitz. They open oh, an A in there. <laughs> Since we're all ADD radio, I do have to tell you what I did yesterday. Oh no! And I was watching Monday Night Football, and I. And Monday Night Football is just not the same. It's not, you know, it used to be the big game of the week. Well, they have two games on at the same time. I know. But, like, and I went back and watched the old uh, Hank Williams Jr. Um, Monday Night Football anthems at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Remember his little, come sure. on and get ready. Those things jacked me up. Those were so cool and so well done for the 90s. Well, you're going to find the older you get, the less important all these games seem to I think it's nostalgic, too, like watching that Could as be. a kid, at, you know. Yeah. Who's the girl that does the Sunday Night Football one? Carrie Underwood? Is that her? She could. God, she's got some legs. I mean, her voice is really good, but yes, yeah, she is. <laughs> well, she can sing, too, but yeah, man, her she's legs quite a star. are... star. Wow. <laughs> Been a star for a few years now. Doug, she had her American Idol audition at one of the most beautiful football facilities in all of the National Football League, the Edward Jones Dome. Sure she did, yeah. That's where she got her start. Yeah, she's she's huge. been to St. Louis. She's huge. That's why she hadn't seen the National Anthem or World Series game. Well, I'm not sure they could get her. She's she's huge. You know she's a big star, right? I know she is. Right. I just couldn't place the face. Okay. Place and the, the voice. Face. All right. Well. Yeah, so I'd throw that in there. Some people not like being things. Not being sexist, I think she's beautiful. We got Brent Musburger in trouble when he said it. Yeah, but he wasn't on HD, too, so he didn't have the poll that Iggy has. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Uh, Doug Jackson sent over a link that includes audio. How? What's the best way to present this to our audience, Jackson? I think the best way is to play the audio, then read the article. Okay, here you go. What are we, uh, oh, this is the uh, last audio clip, Pollock. Couple, if you have the yeah. numbers, yeah. This is Katie. Chief and in What's wrong with the audio? I'm pausing it. Again, you guys bash, like these listeners bash me acting like I'm faking the computer issues. I'm telling you, this is what we're dealing with right now. Just Tim, have to read it like that. Try it again. You should see the meter bar and just like wouldn't stop. Okay. This is Katie. She fell in love with Rob. He shook his hand and he said, Go and have fun with my wife. I mean, that isn't a man. Here it comes again. A married couple are now in a relationship with Will and Dee. We sleep with Katie separately, we sleep with Rob separately, we sleep with them together. The group film their intimate lives for the world to watch. Some people like to be the accountant, some people like to be stars. But their life choices have been picked apart online. This is so disgusting and disturbing. Hey. Oh, what I love about Katie. I don't know I what really, to make of this. She's just so easy to be around. She makes life so fun. And it's like, 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 like I'm a sister, you it's know. Like Woody Woodpecker. So you can explore sexually with and learn more about yourself in that realm as well. The best of everything. What was that? I, I apologize Come deeply. On. I'm trying to get this thing to work. I reloaded Adobe. I've tried. Well, was it, you didn't I know Jackson to tried hard on this audio, and I feel like I just ruined it, but it wasn't... Again, I'm going to go back to Iggy. It wasn't my fault. No. We'll play it on the balloon party uh, computer and see if it's better coming up in about 40 minutes. Yeah. It's exhausting uh, just to try to listen to Let me break that. it down for you. They hate another it. English show talking about getting cucked. Is that what that was? They're taking off on the two blokes that do it. 
Oh no, not the carrot. Oh no. Good enough. Best friends are meant to share everything. But would you be willing to share your other half? Well, one couple decided to do just that and even moved in with their so-called best friends after becoming even closer. The unusual relationship started when triathlete Katie met Rob Oz, an adult content creator with the connection being instant. Thousands of miles from her family in the U.K., the couple began a whirlwind romance in Australia and became engaged after just six weeks of dating. Despite concerns from Katie's loved ones, the now married couple have even invited their best friends into the bedroom and their relationship. Quote, when we met Will and Dee, the relationship kind of flowed from just the start. Katie told Truly's Love Don't Judge, mm. adding, it was our first swingers couple that we engaged with. The couple now participating in the polyamorous relationship as well as producing mature content together. We, Will and me, sleep with Katie separately. We sleep with Rob separately. We sleep together. We've had other people come over. It's easy and comfortable. And it's best friends. Unsurprisingly, their unusual relationship has received intense backlash both on and offline. Former teacher even joked that the foursome have turned some heads whilst going about their daily lives. You have a problem with whilst there? I don't like the word, no. It does confuse people when we are out, she laughed, recalling how others have reacted. We'd be kissing, and then we'd switch, and people will be like, what did I just watch? Katie joked. Whilst people may not say anything to their face, the group are regularly trolled on social media, particularly on YouTube comments. Cruel comments include saying the group will ruin their relationship, are putting their health at risk, or asking the boys to give their man card back. Others are more to the point, with one user writing, This is so disgusting and disturbing. Despite this, the foursome seem happier than ever with their relationship and even date other people with permission from their partner. Katie even recalled how other half-friends for... Uh, uh, how, Doug? Katie even recalled how her other half finds her potential suitors, saying, Rob could see that I liked this guy, so we all came home together, and he shook his hand and said... Go have fun with my wife. Oh. I mean, if that isn't a man. He's a good sport. I'll give him that. Though many men might be annoyed, Rob seems comfortable with their dynamic, even telling filmmakers his wife can go get winded and dined. Winded and dined? Winded. Wines? winded but what, how would you pronounce W-I-N-D-E-D? Just say like he did. <laughs> okay, yeah, well, I really actually feel bad. Wind Jackson and dined. put work into that, and the computer just... It really took me about a minute in the quarter. I know. <laughs> Winded and dined as regular as she wants. Not to be outdone, Will and Dee have also welcomed extra people to their bed and plan to do so on their wedding day. Rob pointedly added, just keeping fun. I know what makes me happy, and that's why I choose to do it every day. Well, we guess there are many ways to make a marriage work. Doug, that comes from thesun.co.uk. You think you'll ever get to the point where that's commonplace? I bet it does. I agree with you. Give it 100 years, I bet that's oh, commonplace. Oh, less than 100 years. I think it's relatively common in, in some quarters. I don't know. Well, what do you define common? Like, you know, it's. I think it's fairly common now. Oh, come on. But People share openly sharing their wives and everything? I mean, it's a common, common practice. Now? It's not Polyamory like it's taboo and, and swingers. You know. Like, what percent of marriages have that? How would you say, like 90%? I'd say 1%, maybe. Maybe it all happens and I'm completely mm-hmm. oblivious to all of it. That's seven, possible. I'd go 7%. Seven percent. Think so, really? Completely open. Yeah. You got a better bankroll on that. Seven percent. I don't know where well, I'd be on not that. Not much to lose. So yeah. Right. <laughs> Can you afford to lose eighty bucks? <laughs> I bet it's like one percent. I just don't get why people leave comments like that. Like, what do you care what somebody else does with their life when it comes to sex? I mean, why would you go on there and say, "Oh, you're ruining your marriage. I can't believe this." Flabbergasted. Oh my God. Why do you care? Just go back to your once-a-month missionary and leave them alone. Oh, for heaven's sake, why do you care if it's once-a-month missionary? <laughs> I don't care. I'm just saying go back okay. to what you're doing and leave the, leave people alone. Who cares what they do? Uh, Mudjack Mike says, I'd say about 2% of the girls I see on Bumble are ENM. Doug? What's that mean? E- Ethically non-monogamous? I think so. Ethically non-monogamous. That's a name for everything, isn't it? That just means they're dating other people? Does that mean they're married and seeing other people? 
that they're just oh I don't know on that that's on the married part I don't know Jackson do you see married women on these apps but they're in an open relationship or ethically ethically non-monogamous I have not but my settings are are pretty young you know in the 23 to 27 range right. so probably not why in your settings married yeah uh, no thank you okay oh the lipstick lass is into it. She said, oh, she says, is this the remix version? I'm loving it. I thought she was talking about the story. She's no, loving it. I no, don't she's already that. said she's not into that. Okay, sorry. Unfortunately. I think a lot more men would be into it than women. <laughs> Imagine that. Yeah, and that's, that's, there lies the problem, because for the most part, swinging couples, for some reason, I don't know why, I can just go by Hedo and some other people I know, the woman is very attractive, and the man is kind of a Fenton four. A Fenton four. Mm. So when you this is why the woman is now interested in it. Yeah. So when you're going to swap, you'll always have the guy. I'm really, I'm willing, but then you see the other woman go. I, I don't want any part of that guy. Yeah. So it's usually bringing a unicorn into the uh, equation, where it's the girl and the girl, and the guy just kind of sits there and gets cucked. And where did you fit into the equation? Well, I was a single guy, so I was brought into the. <clears throat> what the hell was that? Is that a Eusebian? phone ringing. Oh. my throat. <clears throat> um, so it's usually a threesome. Because if, if it's a couple swap, for the most part, it's not the guy is Adonis and the lady's not that attractive. It's usually the other way around. The lady's very attractive and the guy is... So it's basically he probably went along with it so she can get another woman because she, there's good chance the other man's not... or the other woman's not coming for him. Or he was going to lose her. If she didn't get to fool around with somebody, he yeah, was going to lose could her. Could be. Yeah. It's always, I mean, it's pretty much the woman's decision. Yeah. Because most guys will always say, yeah, let's swap. But it's the woman that's either going to say yes or no. It's not the woman saying, I want this, and the guy go, I'm not, I don't want another woman. Unless they're really jealous and they figure if you go with another guy, he's going to leave me. Yeah. It's all of that, all of that goes into a decision on whether you want to become in the lifestyle or not. You think you could be a professional counselor on people no, I think you could. trying to get in and out I of think the lifestyle? So, yeah. I know enough about it. Do you? I've seen enough uh, go wrong. Have you seen it go right? Well, yeah, a lot of times. But I've seen couples that really shouldn't be doing it, and they try it because they're in an atmosphere like Hedo where it's sexually energized, and, oh, let's just try it. It looks like fun, and then they end up crying the rest of the trip. Mm-hmm. Uh, KG in O-Town says, oh, they're out there, and they're looking to go a pagan, too. Oh. Oh. Oh, oh now, what was that That's a quarter crest. It sounded like something came through your blowhole. <laughs> it didn't sound like he was fully invested, but... I mean, just some of the stuff he said is trying to get himself in the drops, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but you made the blowhole sound. Oh, that one went definitely... Dude, that, that's what a porpoise sounds like when he blows... Air no, out of his hole. He's got water coming out of his. Well, make that hole. sound again. That's a, <sighs> it's just a sigh. There was a little a more to it hole. than that. It was almost like a sea cucumber. It was. Like a. I had a dolphin when I was petting a dolphin in Florida. The thing blew a hole right in my face. Oh, a sea cucumber? No, a dolphin. Uh -oh. He spit water in your face? He went out and then he came up to get the little sardine. And <laughs> the water went flying in my forehead. Were you okay? Yeah, just kind of. It's just ocean water. It's just salt water. Your thoughts on salt water? Send them in for the design, air, heating, and cooling email today. It comes your way in 10 minutes, and we're giving away 10 Cardinal tickets to five different Cardinal Cub games in 2024. You can get your Cardinal holiday packs at cardinals.com slash holidays. Do you want to support the EDF group as a sponsor of TMA? It's real simple. Do you have a fire extinguisher where you work? The answer is yes, you certainly do. So please email the EDF group at fire at the edfgroup.com. So a technician can come out and explain to your team how the EDF Group can save your company money. Again, that email address is fire at the edfgroup.com. The EDF Group is hot and will prevent your facility from having hot fires. Experience the EDF Group difference. Learn more at the edfgroup.com. And Illinois Recovery Center. The Illinois Recovery Center is dedicated to providing precise and authentic care to those seeking help and treatment. Whether you've made the life-saving choice to seek help on your own or you want to be prepared for the other end of an addiction intervention with a loved one, the chance to learn about addiction recovery is available to you at the Illinois Recovery Center 
in Swansea. If you or someone you know wants more information about the Illinois Recovery Center, please call 888-472-9559 or email info at IllinoisRecoveryCenter.com. It's Illinois Recovery Center, and they also have a Facebook page, Illinois Recovery Center. Uh, KJ in O-Town has sent in a screenshot of one of his exchanges. Okay, I'd like to hear it. Uh, the, the girl asks, have you had any BDSM sex? What was it like? And then KG in O-Town says, I have not, but I'm intrigued, no doubt. Experimented with bringing some toys and accessories into the bedroom, but I suppose that's not under the BDSM umbrella. That's fun, too, she says with exclamation points and a smiley face. Have you done any anal play? No. Who asked this question? The girl. KG in O-Town responds, yeah, I've been down that road here and there. Are you into that? She responds, anal play for you or the girl? And yeah, I love both. And he responds, I've only given, never received. And then she asks, would you be open to it? Oh, she's a I'm very anal. Oh. Uh, did he, he respond to that? Uh, it's he left that out, didn't he? He left that out. <laughs> yeah, he left that out saying, sure. Anything for you, honey. Now I feel like we're kink shaming. This is what goes on on Bumble. Yeah, does it get naughty on there, Jackson? I mean, it can, but try to move to text as soon as you can. Let's get off the app. It depends what you type in, you know. Age, what you're looking for. Could be guy looking for a strap-on. I haven't seen that setting personally. And that's the kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Guy looking for a strap-on. Yeah. It's <laughs> nothing I've seen, but, you know, I won't kink shame. It's all right. We don't. Not on this show, anyway. Yeah. Maybe on Balloon Party. Not this program. Well, I, I kink shame. <laughs> People are into it, man. And the one had sex since like '95. They're so pent up. Pagan. We're into the oh whole yeah. Pagan thing. Yeah, I don't get it. Teach their own. I don't, you can't feel good. So. <laughs> I just wouldn't want it unexpectedly. Oh. I think I'd maybe not a contract, but maybe I certainly don't want to be in a situation where it wasn't discussed a few minutes prior to engaging, because I don't want to, you know, a situation where yeah, I hear you, you know something goes in there. Failing to prepare is Unwarranted. To fail. I don't think my sphincter could handle. No. I think the immediate reaction would obviously be to, oh. you know, be in the export business and, mm-hmm. I'm, you know, now having to clean the sheets. You've maybe never had a, a one-way roadblock. Certainly that would be the last day. If you've ever had a physical and had a prostate check, that'll shut down the pegging conversation right now. I haven't had it yet, so, like, in my mind, it's like, you know, taboo. <laughs> Nothing's been yeah. in there yet. They don't do those anymore. I was really no, looking forward to it. just take a blood test <laughs> now. Like, man, I can't wait to turn 45. Yeah. And I just leaned over the table, walked right in, mm-hmm. kind of a little smile. Met your big KY jelly yeah. tube right on the table. Turn, around, right. turn <laughs> around, the doctor's smoking a cigarette. Come on, <laughs> River. Using a whole fist neck? Yeah. Your whole fist? Gosh, it was a rude awakening. The first time, mm. rude, rude awake. I felt it for three, four days later. Mm. Want to go to prison afterwards? Mm. Felt like I was in prison. Give it a test drive. <laughs> Doug likes Yikes. to sneak up behind me and yell surprise when he, you know, fingers, nope. No, don't need Brian Henshin will keep you posted on how the Colts are going to try to handle this run. It's an erogenous zone, fam. Expand your horizons. That's from KG and O-Town. No, no, it isn't. Well, you just said you never had it done, so how would you know? Well, I had the prostate check more than once. No, not you. <laughs> KG and O-Town said, told the girl he's never tried it before, and now oh. he's telling people, it's, try it, fam. Well, you haven't. Uh, Orson Woods Wyaco says, Pete and KG have both been pegged. <laughs> Who's Pete? Gangster Pete? Gangster <laughs> Pete? I think you might be thinking of Matt Rocchio, which did not happen. Oh. Yeah, he had the opportunity. Cost himself yeah. a relationship. And Frances had an opportunity to coach in the NFL. That's right. I uh, plays in that in that band. It was probably just a trombone caught him up underneath. I get the sense this that this pegging thing is becoming pretty common for the twenty something set. Jackson, any thoughts on that? So I don't know anyone personally who has been pegged, but I do read stuff about it so often. I have to think it's going on. That's the thing. I yeah, think, but it's not like it, like it wasn't even like on, it wasn't even like something we were aware of right. when I was in my 
20s. But I think people have, all through history, have been weird and freaky. I think just now people are more open to talk about things. I think the ass is more in play in 2023 than it was in 2003. For both parties. Apparently so. I don't recall, like, even 20 years ago as much, like, anal and stag as there is now. And I think oftentimes stag sets the tone for what becomes eventually mainstream sexuality. And by mainstream, I mean that's a bell curve. That's not everyone. But I think that, like, like, I'm, like I say, I'm watching a stag film, and all of a sudden there the guy is, and his hairy legs are up in the air, and then she's going dining. Oh. And I'm just like, well, I got a bolt. And it's another but I thing. think that's going on in the dating scene when people are going out and, uh, you know, going to, to Molly's with Jackson, you know? That's they what see I things on, on porn, and they want to try it. I think, um. I think the guys do, and then some of the girls are either into it or they feel like they got to do it. Now, that was uh, that was the norm back in the Roman Empire days. How do you know? <laughs> what, How like do that? you know? I've seen documentaries Ugh. where the guy would be with the girl, and then in order for him to finish, he would call the male slave over to Is this take care documented? of him so he could... The, 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 the male slave would come over to get the guy to finish? Yeah. <laughs> Doug, do you remember that from... I, I mean, Game I of Thrones had it, but that's... Documentary. Game of Thrones is mythical. No, but any of these Roman documentaries, you talked about their sexual preferences back in the day and proclivity but, and... But for me, like, me and Dever and Rick and all, Mace Dog and <laughs> Reefer, we, we've hung out since we were in diapers. I could not think about sitting around a campfire with those guys going, you know, trading our anal stories of when we got penetrated or, like, when we got a finger slid in. So, like, I, I still... I don't know if it's more taboo... Or left taboo. I still don't think. I thought something happened on a bus with a Cheeto. Look, young innocent kids, like you know, that tends to happen. We don't we don't go back and talk about the glory days. Like when you guys were going back to back state championship games, were there Cheetos and hot ass play on the bus? Not that I recall at all. I think no. Frank said Steepo. He kind of. Is that right? I don't know. Smith? I don't know. Well, Cheetos, you don't even feel. I mean, it's like a microween. Uh, well, you don't, and so you just, you want to get the glaze on it. It's almost mm, like. Bill's glaze. You know, you're just barbecuing up some wings. You know, you're not, you're not re-sticking them in the oven. You're just getting them a little saucy. I oh. remember guys talking about a, a backdoor pick and roll. Maybe that was code for something. Oh. Oh, wow. Hi, Doug. You're, man, I talk about Martin being on your game. You're on your game today. Oh. Nicely done. Okay. That was a good one. Yeah. The Cheetos never one time came up. I did, I did throw a baseball out of the bus once on our way to a game. We were playing catch. This is a baseball game. Yeah. Playing catch with the guy three rows in front of me with a baseball, and the window was open, and I threw one over his head and went out the window onto Highway 40. No oh boy. Coach wasn't thrilled with that. Coach Lou Diaz read me the riot act after you that You get one. that bounce in a couple of times with that momentum? Yeah. That wanted, thing yeah. rock. Somebody probably, yeah. Stupid I had a golf ball into the science room one time from the football field. We were practicing. It was our practice. We were practicing wedges. And there were a couple of people up on the second floor in the science room said, Iggy, hit one up here. Okay. Chipped it right through the room. They backed away, and I think it busted a Bunsen burner. <laughs> <laughs> Went through a window? Yeah, it was an open window. Went right through the window, and they didn't catch it. They backed away, and it hit some glass tube or something. Hit a Bunsen. Maybe it hit an Erlenmeyer beaker. Whatever it hit, I got in trouble for. Yeah. And then they yelled, what happened? Stro did it. You're the one that asked me to. Yeah. What did you get me in trouble for? Well, but you're the one who did it. Well, I thought it was impressive that I got it through the window. I figured you'd be the hero of the story somehow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Doug, uh, before we get to this design, air, heating, and cooling email today with Cardinal tickets on the line, let's talk about Mentality. Mentality is a local health care facility specifically dedicated to helping men feel and perform at their very best. The normal range for testosterone is large. If you've been to a doctor and they told you that you were normal without understanding the range or testing your free testosterone, it was not fully looked at. Come get checked with Mentality. Testosterone therapy helps men regain normal function and restore their ability to perform normally at all levels. Compete at work and at sports like you did years ago. Go to lowtusa.com and get checked out at Mentality. I did. Super easy. In and out in about 20 minutes. It's Mentality. At lowtusa.com. Doug, you have a, a video sound story today. You and Pollock will be on that. I assume no. the great Peter Rep will be in setting up the three-camera shoot. Those are becoming more and more common 
Uh, and uh, for about, I guess it's $150 more, you get the video option, and Peter turns that around. I've had people doing them here the last couple of weeks, and they're going to be planning on watching them with their families for Christmas. Uh, you can get your gift card for a sound story at mysoundstory.com. Enter promo code TMA for 20% off. TMA. That gets you 20% off your gift card and your holiday shopping is taken care of just like that at mysoundstory.com. And you have given your family a gift they will love this year and for years to come. Sound story for you, for them, forever. Great well, gift for someone who has everything. You know, what do you get for someone yeah, that's kind of 60, 70, 80 years old has got everything they ever could want? I was thinking about that yesterday. That. While I was watching uh, the World War II documentary, I started thinking to myself, I know my Uncle Donnie died in World War II. But I don't know how, I don't know like what battle it was, how it came about. And I said, it would be so, if I had just talked to my grandma and grandpa about that, mm-hmm. I would have known. Now I was trying to figure out who can I call? Is there like some records in Washington that keeps this stuff? But, you know, Sound Story is perfect for that. If you want to know all about your, your grandparents, your parents, and you got it always to listen to, I wish I'd have mm-hmm. done that. God bless. It's mysoundstory.com. The promo code is TM. A, and Doug is available, I'm available, uh, many Hubbard personalities, personalities now throughout the St. Louis area, mysoundstory.com, promo code TMA, your loved one can choose who conducts the interview, you just get the gift card and present it on Christmas, and there you go, it is uh, the holidays and a gift that will last forever. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for our Design Air Heating and Cooling email of the day, prizes to the Cardinals and Cubs game, five games Two tickets for each one. You can get your Cardinal Holiday Packs at cardinals.com slash holiday. My God, do we have a lot of emails today. My heart sank. Gasp. Her YouTube search history had affirmed my deepest desires. He had been present again. Wising for these moments that seemingly could never come to be. My wife's YouTube search history had been soiled by her lover's thirst for Tavon Austin's West Virginia highlights. Not angered but astonished, I addressed my wife. Was it him? As I felt the gentle caress across my back, I heard a whisper in my ear. Tavon Austin's performance against Oklahoma in 2012 secured his spot in college football lore. Aghast, I watched him pull up his pant as I calmly exited the room. My wife's parting words were, It sure seems like Tavon Austin helped Geno Smith become his second-round draft pick. I turned, smiled, looked at them both, and said, Yes, dear. Doug, that's from Todd Wellemeyer. Okay, God. Todd. Todd Jackson, I have a filtered file. I liked that one. I know a lot about not monitoring audio levels while recording a podcast with Tim and Rizzuto, <laughs> and it's great. How's Ken Strode? Mm. We're going to bring that back. How about that whole, how about that whole deal? I went back and listened to the show from August 20th, 2018, where Tim, Doug, Iggy, and Jennings discussed the Rizzuto interview when Tim's mic was off. In the moment, Tim disputed Iggy's claim that he switched microphones while Iggy, to his credit, fell on the sword, saying, I take full responsibility. I should have been in the studio. I should have stayed in there. It's my fault 100%. At least this time, when they're trashing me for the audio, they'll be right for once. End quote. Now, in Iggy's defense, he was working on cuts and drops in games slash trivia for the upcoming TMA Live. You will remember this was following the departure of the Sea Monster and early on in Gangster Pete's two-month unpaid internship before joining the S-Show full-time. So Iggy had a lot on his plate. My favorite part was how that same week, No Laying Up had interviewed Justin Thomas following the 2018 PGA Championship and were taking similar shrapnel about the audio quality. At one point, Tim mentioned that Trey Wingo went after no laying up for the audio on the Justin Thomas interview, to which Jennings replied, well, let's hope he doesn't hear the Rizzuto interview. Oh, I got that segment, by the way. Jennings lives on in the TMA archives. Rest in peace, friend. That's from Buck Swope. Sure it is. Buck Swope with a nice little email this morning. You want action? I mean real down and dirty action? Skip the bathhouses, drive right on past the rest stop bathroom. Hell, don't waste your time at the TMA Trivia Night. Put some tinsel on your hole and head to the Sharkle House Christmas tree lot. Every dad there is pissed at their family because they can't agree on whose turn it is to pick out the tree. Dad has had enough of this crap and says he's going to find the perfect tree alone. So he storms off to the dimly lit section of the lot. 
with lots of weird-looking guys in puffy coats and various feet sticking out from behind the rows of pines. HD2 radio barely audible over the grunting and the sound of meaty, callous, sap-covered hands slapping on flesh, the unmistakable smell of ass and balsam sending lightning bolts of electricity to your spasming hole. Oh. Fifteen minutes later, you have a $200 tree strapped to your telluride and pine needles in your crevice, but you don't care. Doug, that's from the calcified ear. Bring a real nice toy to the event Thursday night. Maybe an Xbox or two. Calcified ear. Bring a real nice toy Thursday night. Possibly an Xbox or two. Can you get it for free? It was a brisk 32 degrees this morning. But just because temperatures are getting cooler doesn't mean swamp ass season's over. Crack sweat doesn't have an expiration date. Yes, outdoor swamp ass season has passed us by, but indoor season is just getting started. Picture this. It's Christmas Eve at your in-law's house. Your wife has forced you to wear matching flannel shirts. You're smack dab in the middle of the meat sweats because you overdid it on a lethal combination of honey-baked ham, shrimp, and nog. You're seated by the fireplace, desperately trying to hold in a fart. The stockings are hung by the chimney with care, but moisture pools in your matted tufts of butt hair. No. Sweat trips down the small of your back and pools in your grundle. Your boxer briefs are soaked. Indoor swamp ass strikes again. Still don't believe me? How about this? You're sledding on a snowy morn. Back at the house, Grandma has hot chocolate brewing, but you've got trouble brewing, too. Your tummy is rumbling because your lard ass just had to have the third helping of breakfast casserole. A Coles turtleneck and thick coat trap your body heat. Your stomach gurgles and your palms sweat as you realize you're not going to make it to the bathroom in time. Boom. Winter swamp ass starts to percolate in your soon-to-be-soiled undies. And it's no laughing matter. So remember, some people don't have the luxury of a dry rump even in cold weather. Some of us are so soupy that we constantly have to apply gold bond powder to curb excess taint moisture no. like a grounds crew frantically sprinkling diamond dry in a flooded baseball field after a rain delay. At work, I sneak away to the restroom for a quick courtesy wipe, but I'm really just smearing the wet brown residue around <laughs> my undercarriage. <laughs> All I want for Christmas is to partake in ass-eating season, no. but I can't because my dirty dumper is always damp. How long is this? From the JV Golf Coach. Awfully long, awfully wordy. Jackson, a lot of these seem like they're long. I thought JV there was a... JV Golf Coach. thought we were going to put gonna... a word <laughs> limit on these things. Yeah, you know what? I'm going to do it right now. Oh, you're doing okay. it. All right. This one's getting bumped. Everyone else gone. is. Everyone else Oh, Pop-Pop just got shot in the head. Oh, well, we, we don't have time. We'd like to read lots of emails, not just one or two. I was filtered out yesterday, and that's a cold place to be, boys, but that's on me. I trust Jackson. He's like a big, tall Tim. Both inordinately handsome and wise, probably best. My aunt was listening with her friends at the old folks' home, and it was about her third husband masturbating my friend Butchie. Oh. Gosh. <laughs> Maybe we don't need to hear more emails. <laughs> but this email is about me giving my first hand job. Wards Bank with 2022 rainy parking lot when I, quote, get underneath this brella fella. I said, what the heck are you doing wearing denim? He said, every guy here wants to sleep with me, I'm, so I'm incognito. Then he made his move. I voted for you for fan page member of the year. Then unzipped his got and said, payback time. Doug, what does that mean? Huh, then unzipped got. his got. Coat? <laughs> G-O-T? And said, payback time. It was over almost before it started. The man must have thought we were on Captain Kangaroo because he missed her cream jeans covering us both like a bat of white chocolate Swiss mist. Didn't need it. Ben Spang, and then the last name is Kenneth. Ben, what was his first name? Ben? Yep. Ben Span, Spawn, probably like Warren Spawn. Right. Ben Spawn <laughs> it. Okay. Can you taste my tongue with your tongue? Oh. There he was, captaining his 2019 cigarette boat as it bobbed up and down over the tide of the Osage that seemed extra clumpy, littered with the excrement that had been blasted out of previous Hoosier boys' brown urethras. Oh! Oh! oh. The boat was amortized for the next three generations. <laughs> Can you do that? Can you take a, like, a 70, 80-year mortgage on a boat? 
the boat was amortized for the next three generations, almost as if to say that it's a family heirloom, meant to remind the family that on American summer holidays, he would lure hungry men to his boat, hold his banana hammock to the side of his thigh, giving access to the pork sitch that spilled out of his gooch, where those hungry boys could feed on his organic oatmeal until the sun went down. Doug, that's from the Tinky Monster. Oh, two horrible. Two emails about taking dumps. Tinky monster. Uh, horrible, horrible email. I'm sorry this poll cannot continue. If you think the Lake of the Ozarks is a better destination than Destin, Florida, I believe your right to eat anywhere other than chain rest, chain or fast food restaurants should be revoked. Claiming a man-made lake in the middle of Missouri full of cocaine and Xanax positive urine and brown eels. Also featuring a cove full of naked divorcee Hoosiers who should never be naked for show is better than the effing Gulf of Mexico is really quite the hill to die on. Oh, you're worried about being stung by a jellyfish near the ocean? You can have Doug pee on it for you like uh, a man. I'm not there. That's from Los Ween. Carlos? Spicy wiener. And finally, no email for me today, but if I had emailed in, I'd probably zag while everyone else zigs into the kenstrel cycle that bled onto the airwaves during segment one today. But not me. I'm not emailing this, but if I did, I'd probably hit on something that I don't think got enough attention. And that would be the time Iggy volunteered to do a station and program promo in a car lot. There he sat, costume jewelry glasses, platinum blonde lesbian pompadour. A woolen sweater pulled up to his eyebrows and the most petite little set of crossed legs underneath a pair of hemmed and pleated bugle boy uniform pants. Just a man dressed like a Depression-era train hopper and his fold-out card table stood between customers with real money wanting a professional car buying experience and their dream vehicle. The thrill of approaching the main entrance... And there you met with a hood ornament of a man banging out two packs of feminine cigarettes, ashing directly onto the pages of the back-to-school notebook he has opened to an empty page because that's what businessmen do. There he sat telling the blue hairs visiting a car lot at 0700 on a balmy summer Saturday morning to join a radio station giveaway for a chance to win tickets to a heavy metal concert by entering the code word cuck on an app that was built primarily to play Sinbad interviews and host and serve two long-standing poll questions asking the listenership. Number one, have you ever used a customer service agent to orgasm? And number two, is getting the NIT tournament the biggest thing happened in San Lewis since the World's Fair and an HD2 program presenting Sebastian Manus Calcium in the spring of 2028. That's probably the kind of email I'd write in if I wrote it in today. Thanks, that's from Gunter Toy Drive Market Clear. And that's what we Gunter. have for the Design Air Heating and Cooling email today. What you got? Well, I was going to vote for Carlos My Spicy Wiener, despite his uh, claim that I'm servicing jellyfish victims in the Gulf of Mexico. I am not. But instead, I'm going to vote for Gunter. I thought that was a better one. I was with you. without the last one. I was giving it to Spicy Wiener. Sorry, Spicy Wiener. i got to go Gunter. Gunter has just won okay. Cubs tickets for five different Cardinal weekend games against your Chicago Cubs, Doug. Yeah. Well, what a win for Gunter. That's a nice prize. That's a big prize. He put some thought in it. I'm telling you. And he wasn't even going to email in. Yeah. It was the last one. But he did. Tinky Monster was getting my vote just for the record. Well, oh, that was a hideous <laughs> email. About the fact that the boat was amortized for the next three generations. <laughs> All right, uh, Jackson and I are going to uh, deal with the situation. Uh, it's called Balloon Party. It's down the hallway. You can go over to the YouTube channel and talk it over with Don PP. They're very active in that YouTube chat on 101 ESPN. And uh, Jackson, what do we have Tuesday? Turbulence? Bingo. Yeah, it's coming up on 101 ESPN. Doug has a sound story here, video sound story coming mm -hmm. up. And uh, we have a new skeleton, so you get best dubs on TMA. Yes, sir. Right. right here. Uh, time for us to shut it down for the plug for Action Jackson, for Kenneth Eastro, for my brother Ken, for Doug Sullivan. I'm Tim This has been TMA, presented by Brown and Crouppen from the Michelob Ultra Studios.